Good morning. You're listening to Scarif Bay Community Radio and you're listening to Saturday Chronicle here on Saturday the 1st of October 2022. My name is Jim Collins and I'm joined in studio by the, my regular colleague and friend John S. Kelly. Good morning, John. Good morning, Jim. And we're also joined by a new, well, he's not that new now, regular uh, presenter, Dara Leamy. Dara, good morning. Good morning, Jim. Great to be here again. <laughs> Even though the weather is not as good as... Uh, no, unfortunately. ...as we have no. been used to over the last few months. Yeah. Okay, so we start, as we normally do, with the news headlines this morning on Scarif Bay Community Radio. So, John, maybe you'll kick us off. Delighted to do so, Jim. We in Scarif Bay Community Radio would like to thank everyone who contributed to our church gate collection. If you missed them, you can always donate to any of our volunteers, and I can tell you, we really appreciate your support. It was a most successful weekend all round. Mount Shannon Community Market is taking place on today, Saturday the 1st, from 11am to 3pm in the Market House in Mount Shannon. There is a great variety of food and vegetable stalls, plants, clothing and arts and crafts, and all are very, very welcome. It's great John that the market in Mount Shannon uh, is happening in a building which was originally built as a market house back in the 1740s. 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 1742 is the is the date and i understand that the market house which is a beautiful stone building at the top of the street the coffin house now is it it has been used for as a coffin house in the past <laughs> yeah. but but it's you know it's being used now as a market house uh, which was its original use back in the 1740s yes it's great to revive them in fairness now yeah, yeah. it is it's a beautiful building so now when you're driving through or walking through Manchanan in future pause a while to look at that fine building, the market house. The stonework in it is lovely. An exciting programme of music (coughs) and song will play out at venues in Mount Shannon, Autumn by the Lock. It's curated by Dr. Clee Donlan and an initiative of Claire Arts Presents. Presents events this weekend can be viewed on mountshannon.ie website. Now, The Divorce, don't run away, is a comedy piece written and produced by Shay O'Neill. It's a fundraising event in aid of Raheen Community Hospital in Cush Pub, Mount Shannon, on tonight, Saturday. Although it's sold out, how about that, lads? The raffle tickets are still on sale and can be purchased from Shay or Neave Waterstone. And the draw will take place on Sunday in Kush Nauna. All support would be welcome. Scarf Apostolic Work Display will take place in the Scarf National School on Sunday tomorrow after 11am Mass and from 2pm to 3pm. Donations of home-baked co- goods will be very welcome and there will be a delicious cake sale and a raffle as well. The workers are looking forward to the usual great support. Jim, do you make a point of getting there before the crowd? <laughs> yeah, if you have a sweet tooth, John, as I have, it's a great place to well, go. I'm very lucky I don't have a sweet tooth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Have you a sweet tooth? Savory, <laughs> savory. <laughs> anyway, don't forget it now, <clears throat> tomorrow. Lack Isle National School will have the official opening of the new car park this Sunday, the 2nd of October at 12 noon. Everybody is very welcome. Refreshments will be served afterwards in the school and thanks to everybody who bought, who bought a brick. They are in view now in the car park. That's a great idea, isn't it? It is indeed, yeah. Scarif Library and Scarif Local History Group will present Being a Canny Historian, Family History Explored. This is a talk by Dr. David Fleming from UL and our own radio. Um, will give a special insight into historical sources for family history with a local twist. Now, it will be on on Tuesday at 7.30pm. Uh, so, do call the library because it, it'll fill very, very quickly and book your seat. But, but of course, we'll fit you in anyway, do you know? Um, so, that's next Tuesday at 7.30, the genealogy talk with a very local twist. So, be there. Looking forward to it. Ah, yes. The Scarlet Faroga Club <coughs> will resume on Friday the 7th of October with the junior club running from 7pm to 8pm. This will be followed by Legends Faroga Club for first years. And more details, email faroigascarif at gmail.com. Will you take it over, Jim, now? Okay, and this is a word I usually get stuck with. Iyengar Yoga Classes will be on in Whitegate GA Hall on Thursdays from 8 to 9pm. They're also on in O'Gunnala Hall on Mondays from 6.15 to 7.15 and in the Muscle Mill Pertumna. It's €60 for six weeks or €15, you know, just to drop in. Click Ellen's Facebook page for information and that's Ellen Bags, of course. Samaritans Ennis and Clare Branch are currently recruiting new volunteers. No experience is necessary as full training will be given. For further information, please log on to volunteer.samaritans.org. Women's Aid are looking for people to run or walk 100k this October in solidarity with women everywhere who are experiencing or have experienced or are escaping domestic violence. Check the website womensaid.ie forward slash fundraising. Clare communities working to protect and promote local plants and wildlife are being invited to apply for grant funding from a partnership initiative by the Community Foundation for Ireland and the Department of Housing, Local Government and Heritage. Full details of the funding are available on the website communityfoundation.com. .ie. And the closing date is next week. It's the 7th, next Saturday, I think, the 7th, next Friday, the 7th of October. Inish Calter National School, Mount Shannon, will be having a cash for clothes collection before the 20th of October at 10 a.m. All types of clothes, paired shoes, handbags, belts, soft toys, teddies, curtains, towels, bed linen, etc. are welcome. Please drop off the bags in the school up to 3pm and your support would be appreciated. Clare Community Response Forum is assisting and coordinating agency supports to those in emergency accommodation. If you're hosting or if you're a Ukrainian being hosted, they would like to hear from you as there are supports in place to help you all. 
You can contact them on community response forum at clarecoco.ie or on the clarecoco.ie forward slash Ukraine website. The Technological University of the Shannon, TUS, recently launched the Certificate in Energy Renovation of Traditional Buildings, a first-of-its-kind course that will use innovative teaching methods to upskill building professionals in the design and delivery of high-quality, energy-efficient renovations to traditional buildings. Positive Ageing Week has been taking place during the week up to today, Saturday the 1st of October. Activities in Clare Libraries including a new term of digital smartphone classes in Scarif, a beginner's genealogy club in Killaloo Library, nourishing your body this winter talk in Ennis Library, and well-being events and much more. Booking is essential, so call the libraries. So, Dara, I'll pass it over to you. Thank you, Jim. A record number of volunteers were out in force for annual Big Beach Clean Weekend, which was on the 16th to the 18th of September. An estimated 2.5 tonnes of litter was collected in Clare, and over 63 tonnes of litter nationwide. Well done to all involved in the clean-up. Mary's Meals is a simple solution to world hunger. The number of children out of education due to hunger and poverty is rapidly increasing. Mary's Meals are hoping to start a new support group in your area. To get involved or for more information, please check the website www.marysmeals.ie. A bake sale in aid of Anuk Neil Community Hall will take place on Sunday the Oct- October the 2nd from 2pm to 5pm in the Cobbler's Rest Budaik. There will be a raffle on the day with lots of spot prizes to be won. Your support will be, as always, greatly appreciated. East Clare Golf Club are holding a fundraiser with the first prize of €750 for the lucky winner. There are only 50 cards with 50 lines in it being sold. Each line is just €5. The draw will take place on Sunday the 23rd of October in the club. Your support will be very much appreciated, so please call the golf club. Scarif National School is running a further Cash for Clubber collection as it not only raises funds for the school, it also helps the children and adults in the developing world. There will be a covered trailer outside the school grounds from the 8th to the 10th of October to drop off all the usual items. Many thanks to all for your continued support. Historian Alfie O'Brien from Whitegate has a new book out called Debts in Mount Shannon in Iscaltra, 1870-1970. It is available in Band Shop in Scarif and in the local shops in Whitegate and Mount Shannon. I suppose we can take the opportunity to congratulate him on that too. I suppose it's a very good book. Absolutely, and and a very, very good... We've interviewed him, John and I have interviewed him, a very good, very thorough uh, local historian. Very much. Yeah, Yeah, very much. Great guy. Yeah. Um, Irish Seed Savers are delighted to launch a two-year intermediate seed-saving course commencing in January... 2023 for anyone interested in learning more about seed saving for all information visit the website irishseedsavers.ie now crow shop in mount shannon is looking to hire a full-time shop assistant delhi experience is preferred however all training will be be provided please send your cv to diane at crowsretail.com 
and we were just saying there before before we came on here that it's it's a great addition for Mount Shannon. As you know, Crow Shop is in uh, Queen and Six Mile Bridge, so it's great and, for all the Kilkishan. areas. And Kilkishan, yes, yeah, great for the all the areas, yeah. Um, and ecumenical service of Harvest Thanksgiving will take place in St. Cayman's Church of Ireland, Mount Shannon, on Sunday the 9th of October at 3pm. All are welcome. Scarif Community College are creating an up-to-date database of their past pupils. They are requesting people to complete a form and return it to them. Check their Facebook page for the link or their Twitter account and please share the link with any past pupil you can think of. Phil Coulter is in concert on Sunday the 18th of December at 8pm in the Abbey Court Hotel, Nina. Tickets are €40 Euros and are on sale in the hotel. Reverend Paul Fitzpatrick of St. Flannan's Cathedral, Killaloo, advises us that the concert supports the Nina Union of Parishes and is looking for your support. So that's the news headlines. Tune in to the main news when we, are, when we will have an update on these stories and some music. News headlines are compiled by Ursula Hogan and read by myself, Dara Leamy, Jim Collins and John S. Kelly. Thank you for listening and take care. Thanks, Dara. Well done. I think the, the Nina Union of Parishes, in case someone thinks that's just Tipperary, I yeah. think that includes the parishes in East Clare as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think all of the, the Church of Ireland, because Nina is obviously in the Diocese of Killaloo as well. Yes. Um, so I think all the, the parishes around here, Tungrani, Mount Shannon, Killaloo, etc., are, are all come in under that. Mm. So by, by supporting that concert in, of Phil Coulter in the Abbey Court, uh, you're also supporting the local parishes here. And also very important, well, they're all very important, but uh, in particular the um, the college authorities are very anxious to get a, a proper database of past of pupils. Past yes, pupils. Yes, 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 because yes, they're, they're, they're huge plans yeah. um, and really ambitious plans for, for facilities mm-hmm. in the college, yeah. which we featured last year here on the radio. So they need and they should get everybody's support. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now this morning, a bit of a historic thing this morning. Uh, we have East Clare Guard the Focus. And normally I'm r- rooting here with wires and cables and everything <laughs> to get someone on the phone. But for the first time since uh, the pandemic, we have East Clare Guard the Focus in studio. So Garda Niall Nocton, you're very, very welcome. Good morning and thank you very much for the welcome. Great good, to see you here. Good to be back. Yeah, great to be back. I can't remember the last time I sat in the studio. Yeah, in while. <laughs> it's it's well, it's it's uh, what it's it's nearly three years ago, I suppose. I say so, yeah, at least. You know. Yeah. But uh, anyway, tell us what's the um. No, a few, a few bits to go through. Um, Killaloo Gardaí are investigating an incident of criminal damage to the public toilets at the Pontoon area in Ballina at approximately six fifty-five p.m. Sunday evening, last the 25th of September. Three windows were broken and some toilet paper was set on fire at the rear of the toilets. If anyone witnessed this incident, we would ask them to contact Killaloo Garda Station on 061-620-540. The evening before last, Tulla, Super Value in Tulla, were investigating an incident of theft from the shop where uh, a gang entered the shop. Four four youngsters entered the shop, ages from late teens to early 20s and made off with a large amount of uh, vodka, hard liquor and uh, cigarettes. They were well organised, they were in out of the shop very quickly. The vehicle they're using is a black Skoda Octavia 07 Reg. Now they could change the Reg plates very handy, so just keep an eye out for a black Skoda Octavia. 
they have been busy. They've uh, targeted shops in Roscrea and Nina and further afield, so they will be targeting shops. It looks like they're targeting hard liquor and uh, cigarette products, tobacco pro- products, easy to resell at markets and, and stuff. And uh, the the chances of recovering it once they're gone from the shop are, are difficult. So even the, the staff are always keeping an eye out, but anyone in the shop using the shops has to be keeping an eye out. This car will be parked outside or very near to the store, so for to be in and out very quickly. That incident occurred uh, on the 29th of October at uh, Super Value in Tulla uh, at around 10 past 7 in the evening. Sergeant O'Keefe's investigating that. We are, we're following a few lines of inquiries, but I want to raise awareness. It's the time of year where crime will take an upswing. That's why Operation Thor is uh, in operation. Where we're, and these groups will be focused on and targeted and hopefully neutralised before in advance of Christmas because okay. uh, they're fairly brazen. Operation Thor. Operation Thor, yeah, like the the chap on the movies, yes. the, the hammer. Yes. Um, just uh, raising awareness and another thing, um, you might be aware of it, everyone's aware of it now, but money mules. A money mule is a person who transfers money illegally on behalf of other people. They allow their account to be used for the transfer of ill-gotten gains. They may not be aware of the crime, however, they are complicit if they recklessly allow their account <coughs> to be used to launder the proceeds of these crimes. Students are often targeted by organised crime gang- gangs to act as money mules, so there's no colleges or anything in, in East Clare, but families will have students off all over the country and, and indeed outside the country in uh, colleges. So they, they'll be targeted and thousands of euro can be loaned to their accounts in exchange for a few hundred euro. Uh, anti-money laundering regis- legislation is designed to prevent organised crime gang members from opening up accounts, so they need the mules to launder the money. Um, we're, we're raising awareness on that. And of um, course, a few hundred euro is very attractive, maybe for a student. Yeah, it's a who's good, at the it, pin of their collar to try and yeah, make ends meet. It's a to, you know, it's a good night out or a good feed or whatever. Um, you should not allow anyone to use your bank account that you don't know. Obviously, do not share personal bank account data. Don't send or receive money and trust your instincts. Uh, it sounds too good to be true. It likely is. It's just another um, example of fraud. I'd, no, I'd normally speak about the emails and the texts and the phone calls, which are still ongoing and most likely might increase between now and Christmas. And uh, the penalty, the penalties are serious on it. Like the top end for money laundering is a 14 years prison sentence plus a fine. So um, ignorance is no defence. Father Ted's old line of the money was only resting my account. That doesn't work. <laughs> but hold no water. Yeah. So um, don't don't give in to temptation. And if you're under pressure for money, there's there's a huge amount of voluntary organisations out there. For food, clothing, housing, whatever, go to them before you go to these guys because once they get their hooks into you, that's it. You won't you won't shake them. Mm-hmm. Um, to something a little bit uh, more more upbeat, the declare guard the centenary celebrations are on at the moment. A uh, centenary parade to honour the foundation of a Garda Siakana 100 years ago is scheduled for Friday the 7th of October in Ennis. Uh, this date was picked as it marks 100 years to the day that the first Garda came to Ennis. Very good. At 11am on Friday the 7th of October 22, uh, the Garda band followed by the Garda ceremonial unit will form and march down from O'Connell Square along, a- along Abbey Street and in through the gates of Ennis Garda Station to reenact the arrival of uh, Clare Garda, or Garda to Clare, on the 7th of October 1922, there'll be a wreath laying ceremony at the station, and all are welcome. You don't have to be a guard or involved in the guards, somebody in the family in the guards. It'll, um, if the weather's nice, there'll be a nice crowd, but uh, it'll be interesting. And, and the yeah, guard, the yeah. guard band are they're impressive, and the ceremonial unit looks good. Like, 
and they'll all be around there if you want to get photographs or whatever taken with them there'll be plenty of other guards around uh, I'll probably be there myself uh, and you'll all be in your new uniform as well I don't know it'll be in uniform <laughs> now but yeah. I'll be there but yeah. I, I might bring the uniform the new yeah. uniform has uh, been well broken in at this stage uh, it has had uh, plenty plenty of uh, excitement are you happy with, 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 the, with the uniform? well we needed a change I'm, I'm happy with bits of it and not happy with other bits of it but that's typical when you're trying to yeah. and actually what was the facilitate. reason for changing the uniform? What was well they wanted to modernise it yeah um, the, the, the trousers were they weren't really fit for purpose. They were like uh, slacks or, or suit trousers. So uh, these are a bit more robust. They have anti-tearing and anti-puncturing and they're they're water resistant, not waterproof, which has been found out by many members recently at Electric Picnic. <laughs> and they're neat. And they're neat, yeah. And yeah. Uh, they're, they're what they say, that you don't really need to iron them, but uh, old habits die hard. So the, uh, the, the T-shirt is underneath it there. Now you see, we were using that in the warmer weather recently, which was a nice relief. The, when you don't have the shirt and tie the button up here at yes, this, yes, on the throat yes, yes. yes on a hot day um it is a it is a little bit more user friendly that way like you know so we're looking at it what we're seeing in the studio now is the actual new uniform that's it, it yeah from the boots to the i don't i don't wear the hat on the radio there's no need <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the, the hat hasn't changed but everything else uh, from uh, from the boots up so is, sir, is the word ceremonial gone now the tunic is uh, for the ceremonial unit will have it they, they'll do the likes of centenary celebrations of, of state funerals that sort of thing and yeah. um, what else do they do the ceremonial unit they, they'll turn up whenever whenever needed mm-hmm. officers will be still wearing the tunic and the older uniform it's the formal uniform now as it's been changed into the formal rather than the old uniform say yeah and uh my tunic is hanging up in the wardrobe at home and it's it's officially fully retired now i'll never never use it again historic historic yeah, yeah. Well, i'll hold on to it so then whatever kids and grandkids can see I was I was actually in the guards at one stage yes yeah. <laughs> I might be in a book or something down the road you never know yes. for 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 very inoffensive and boring reasons hopefully but that that's it again uh, the, I, I, as I always do uh, it's it's a drizzly all morning out there again it's Saturday's busiest part of the week and a Sunday afternoon and evening as well take your time leave early give good time be aware we're living out in East Clare agricultural area the agricultural machinery will be on the road and uh, just have patience no no risk taking on the roads Does, uh, going back to the actual uh, robberies does it appears to be like on a circuit does it yeah, yeah. well they're using the motorway network the, yeah yeah for for uh, once again on the motorway network they they can very quickly make distance between the scene of the crime and uh, if they've any inkling that we may might be out looking from they can duck in take an take an exit and get lost down some country roads and find and come back on the motorway at some other place again so they, these are very proficient I, I, do you know I'm, I'm getting worried about the um uh, the situation once the, the the bridges the new bridge is done okay oh yeah they'll yeah. be accessing they, they seem to finish in in uh, from the your reports they seem to finish the circuit in the Killaloo. yeah and they don't seem to come. There wasn't one day now that that happened. It's been going on for the last week, so yeah. they would hit different towns. It wasn't all in the one day. They wouldn't be that efficient. They wouldn't. No, the training isn't that good, you know. <laughs> They'd be kind of on the fly training, I suppose. Yeah. But so uh, yeah, they they they're targeting the the high value items that they can sell on very quickly and very easily. And yeah. With another yeah. few 
sent to put on the tobacco products that'll be attractive for them as well. Yeah. And Niall, come here. I, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I was listening to Claire Fem there, and uh, between January and August, there has been an increase, especially in vehicle thefts. Why is that? Again, it's, uh, the law, it's economics. It's the law of supply and demand. They, they won't be stealing. There was a huge problem with the catalytic converter thefts. There and it's, it's ongoing, but it, it really peaked there the year before last, just before COVID. And uh, there was a demand for the the cat converters and what was in them to be broken down because what was in them was valuable. So the the theft of cars, there's a demand there, not either within this jurisdiction or external jurisdictions. Yes, yes. They they don't they don't steal things to leave them sitting in their shed. They steal them to to get money for them and move them on as quickly as possible. So the only reason they're stealing things is because there's, there's a demand for them and they can move them on quickly. Uh, they don't want to be caught with containers full of chainsaws or power tools or trailers or cars. They want to get rid of them quickly. That's the reason the, the thefts are... There's an upswing in a particular thing, like in years gone by, around this time of the year you'd see an upswing in, in uh, home heating oil thefts. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it cannot, it's the economy. Whatever is most popular or what's in most demand, that's what they'll steal because they know they'll be able to sell it move So I suppose on. what's the trick in catching them then? It's um, you can you can only have so much security um, vigilance. The more information we get, um, yes. the better. Everyone hears about a crime happening and and it's big in the area, but they don't hear about the work that goes into it afterwards. What we do after the follow up, We're like the the computer system we have, fantastic. ANPR, the we use everything we possibly can to catch them and get them before the courts, and uh, our success rate is is quite good that way. There's a few definite lines of inquiry with the theft in Tulla. So we'd be hopeful of a result in that, and uh, people will be brought, brought to account for it. And of it, course, like, you know. the shopping toilet is not the first time it's been robbed, unfortunately. No, uh, yeah. when you run a business like that, yeah. and that's why we engage with these businesses, and I'll be going talking to them after the show here, uh, is to raise awareness of, uh, of um, crime prevention, what mm -hmm. they can do, what they should do, what they shouldn't do. These people, if, if you confront them, they just want to find the nearest exit. They don't want to go fighting over vodka. They don't want to get caught or held. Yeah, yeah. So if you confront them, they'll run. But we don't advise, advise really grabbing and holding on to them. Do you know what and I mean? And I suppose anyone who witnesses a crime, some people are afraid to contact the guards. So yeah. You, so you could, how would you really... Uh, um, I suppose it's important that, you, that people do contact you. Well, we, it is important yeah. that they contact us, absolutely. And uh, the inf we, we want the information. Just because you give us uh, a witness statement or you are a witness doesn't mean you'll wind up giving evidence against someone. Um, information is what is the lifeblood of a guard Shia when it comes to investigating crime and solving crime. So don't be afraid to come forward. Uh, we are very confidential. Nobody is going to know that you came, that you spoke to us. We will keep it confidential. And there should be no fear of any backlash or anything like that because at the end of the day, if you're reporting a crime, you're reporting someone else doing something wrong. You're not doing anything wrong yes, at all yourself. Yes, 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 yes. I have a last question for you. Okay. From this side of the table, anyway. Um, we've raised the issue of cameras. Over, you, actually, we were, you were here one, one particular Saturday. We talked about it. But we'd remind uh, the, the authorities again. Why is it there's a reluctance to go into the modern technology in order to identify the guys or girls that were driving that car. Okay, they crossed the bridge, or will cross the bridge, or might cross the bridge, or go near the bridge in Killaloo. There's nothing to capture them. And, uh, and what is the what is the problem? Well, there, there's 
GDPR is 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 is, uh, yeah. is, is one of the issues. Our um, listener, it, 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 very briefly now. We, I'm glad that you We'd love we'd love a camera on every bridge and every entrance to every everywhere. Yeah. Because it it, it again information is our lifeblood. Yeah. And that's what we're getting out of it. Uh, again, footage CCTV footage is completely utterly impartial. It's not it's not saying anything about the no, person involved or anything yeah. like that. It's just showing you the image, yeah. and it's it's very compelling to show to someone in an interview if they're saying I wasn't there and you show them the footage yeah. well there you are as yeah. clear as day you know and in a court as well it's, yeah. it's a huge assistance again for the detection and solving of crime why cameras aren't being put in and aren't activated are usually there's a local issue a local objection um, we have ANPR in, in the traffic cars so they're driving down the road that'll beep make a sound that a car going past there might be criminals in it the tax might be out there might be no insurance it could be stolen that that's out there on the roads at the moment, and that's why the traffic units are so effective because that's mm. their beat. Um, my, me personally, I'd love a camera on every junction in East Clare, you know. So does could, it come at a cost? Again, people their privacy. Yeah, privacy. It, it has to be a balance. Um, you, and in public areas and public squares, maybe there's more of a a reason to have it and less of a, an argument for privacy because it's a public square. Yeah. But um, the decisions, those decisions are, you know, they're out of our hands. It's the council and, and people mm. who own the shops who put up the cameras. We come back to it again. Yeah. yeah. Um, will, yeah. Again, yeah. if you want to put in a CCTV camera, it's a it's a fantastic piece of security to have on yeah. the premises. Okay, now, listen, uh, thank you for coming in. It's great to have the Gardaí back live in the studio for the first time since before COVID. Yeah. So please God, we'll see a lot more of you. Oh, I'll try to get in here as, as more as I can. It's more, it's more natural to have a conversation yeah. rather yeah. than over the phone. Okay, yeah. Gareth and I, Nocton, many Thank thanks, much, and man. we'll talk to you soon. Thank again. you. Good morning, gentlemen.